call this finance meeting to order uh, February 14th at five o'clock. Um, roll call Assembly Member Alex Waddell. Present. Assembly Member Orion Hansen. Present. And Assembly Member Jay Burnham is present. Uh, no communications or correspondence. Or under communications, no correspondence. Uh, citizens present. If anyone would like to speak, seeing none, um, no unfinished business and new business. 5A review of FY22 state and local cybersecurity program SLCGP grant. Um, Emily, would you like to, or do you have any information on this one? Look I can just sort of reiterate what's in the packet. Yeah. Um, so we applied for this uh, $28,000 grant to help us do an assessment, a cybersecurity assessment. Um, so it will assess our digital infrastructure, systems, processes, and policies to identify vulnerabilities, risks, and areas of improvement. Um, and so, I, you know, I, we think that this is a really, it's a good thing to do. We applied for the funding and we were granted the funding. So um, what the, we need from the assembly is ultimately a motion to accept the grant funds. Um, and that's about it, unless you have questions. All right. If you don't mind me asking, Chair, Deputy uh, Manager, who is the grant from? Um, so this is a um, this is a state of Alaska grant. Um, they they often have passed through funds from FEMA and other places um, that they administer. Um, on, you know, the federal government's behalf. And they administer things like brick funding. If that is awarded, they'll be administering, administering that. Um, I just recently applied for some other Homeland Security grant funding through the same office, but it's a different grant. Um, but those, these all come through the, um, State of Alaska Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Management. All righty. Um, so then, I because it was a grant, I automatically asked to have it on the finance. So a motion to recommend it to the, or recommend approval from the acceptance. Oh, okay. All righty. Orion. Thank you, Chair. I move we recommend to the assembly acceptance of the state cybersecurity program grant in the amount of $28,000. Second. A uh, motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Moving on to 5B. Review of Or Peninsula Redevelopment Project Change Order Number Four. If 
anyone would like to speak to it like Emily or or if we're just going off of what was in the packet, which there was quite a bit of information in the packet. Um, I'm happy to speak to it. Sure. If that's all right. Um, so this they our engineers did give us a good description of each one in the packet. Um, so basically the total change order is thirty five thousand nine hundred eighty two dollars and forty two cents. And these were all um, expenses that we think are needed um, and that we have asked for. So um, the first one, we were, um, because of some delays with the pilings being delivered, um, we were we had to change up some of the ways that we got the pilings here to Skagway. And so this template, it's a template piling, that material we sent by truck. Um, and so that helped us to keep everything on schedule and to keep the workers working and not paying them for standby. Uh, so that's the, we, we only gave them leeway to $10,000 though. Their invoice for it is I think 12, 12,566, 43 cents. But we're, for the change order, we're doing 10,000 because that's what we told them to do. So, um, and you can do with that what you will. But um, so then the next one is um, to get down there. There's a lot of paperwork in here too. Um, sorry. Almost there. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we had, to, we put, we want to put in temporary fire suppression on the dock, uh, which basically is a way to provide for fire suppression. Uh, it's something that we had cut out of the original project because of the cost of permanent fire suppression. Um, but to provide for the fire suppression lines, um, we needed to have some additional supports um, installed. So uh, basically what it would be is there would be a truck would roll up basically and roll out the line down, down the length of the dock. And so the fire marshal has approved this plan. It's temporary. So in the future, when we do more improvements, um, it'll change. But so this, these were some supports that we needed to make that happen. Um, um, so when they were uh, abating the ore loader, they found some asbestos in some of the light fixtures that was not identified previous. So that was an additional expense they, um, they incurred. So that one was fine. Um, and then, so some of our pilings are out of, or they're skewed, which I guess happens, you know, the piling is not perfectly straight. And so um, when they are going to, they're worried that when they go to install the caps that because it's out of, you know, out of true, or I don't know what the. It's got a wang in it. I, <laughs> yeah, whatever that <laughs> the industry term is. Um, so these stiffener plates will help um, keep the caps in the right place on the pilings. So that was the last one. And uh, 
we actually wanted them to do that just to ensure that the caps go on correctly. And that is the summary of the four items. All right. All right. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I move we recommend to the assembly approval of change under order number four for the Or Peninsula Redevelopment Project in the amount of $35,982.42. Second. Motion and a second. Any further discussion? Um, I did have one quick question when I was reading through this. Uh, it said that there was a allowable variance of like nine inches in the in the I guess the band <laughs> in the in the pilings and uh, or maybe it was when they measured it it was like seven and then they got a better spot to measure it and it was nine and then there was an acceptable one degree and 75 feet kind of thing and um <clears throat> so if if they weren't actually meeting the the standards of it is that a cost that would be i mean would we be paying for the fix or would someone else be paying for the fix um so the pilings are um they are the pre-procured pilings that mm -hmm. the municipality procured. So if we were, it would delay the project by a lot. I think if we, well, I'm ordered new pilings. I'm, I'm yeah, not, I'm not even getting close to <laughs> suggesting. I'm I'm just saying. I remember that Brad had said mm -hmm. that some things we just go forward with. We take, you know, we we get yeah. things done so that we meet our deadlines and. Mm -hmm. and supply stuff. So I was just wondering if this would be another one of the things that he had mentioned that we will be discussing later, kind of like the other things that we've mm -hmm. discussed of, of uh, moving forward with, and we'll discuss who pays for it later. Oh, um, I was just wondering if this would be something that, I mean, I understand the people doing it. Up, it you know, potentially, supply, potentially. But, I mean, you know, it was... Uh, it would be something that would be between us and our steel manufacturer. Right. Um, so I can I can flag it for something we can follow up on. I'm not sure if it's if it's something that we planned to try to recoup um, okay. or not. Okay, yeah. that's pretty much what I was. I mean, it doesn't seem like it has cost us that much money or time or or you know missing deadlines. Right. So it's just something to deal with kind of thing. Right. Yep. Which you would almost think if you're driving a piling down into the ocean, it's going to move around and not be where you want it to be anyway. Yeah. So, but, okay. Any other discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Review of FY23 audit proposal 5C. I hate to keep picking on you, Emily. <laughs> but I'm here. I might as well. Uh, so uh, we just finished up our FY22 audit and uh, the assembly approved it, uh, the financial documents. And so we had had approval from the assembly to move forward with the FY22 audit, but we had not um, gotten approval for the FY23 audit costs. So 
Um, this proposal, it was recently updated. Just make sure it's, you know, uh, the accurate number. And so the approval would be for the FY23 audit um, services in the amount of $107,700. Yes, Alex. Thank you. Um, I was looking for this in the budget. Could you tell me where in the budget this was allocated? Or this money was, has it been budgeted for? Yes, we, we budget for it every year. Um, you know, without looking at the budget document, I could probably uh, run and grab it. Um, but I would assume this is in the administration budget. Right there, auditor. Um, so it is um, expense code 100-1000-5030 um, for the auditor. And we have $20,490 20, budgeted. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I think that I know, but I will double check this and let you know. I think we split this cost between departments or between funds. Um, but let me double check that with the treasurer. I can't imagine, especially because last year there were, it was almost $100,000 approved. Um, let me double check. I think we may disperse that cost across either funds you know, major funds like capital projects, sales tax fund, you know, all the different funds that need to be audited. We're either dispersing it across that or by department. I feel like it might be the former though, but I will check. Thank you. All right. Um, anything further? I guess not. Do we want to recommend to assembly? Yeah, I mean, assuming that the budget, I mean, it sounds like it would have been looking at it. It's around 100000 each year. This year it's a little higher and you justify why that is. Um, I do kind of want to just confirm that. <laughs> I just, you know, seeing is believing sometimes. But um yeah, assuming that this is already budgeted and doesn't require an amendment, I would be happy to recommend or I move that we recommend for assembly approval um, in the amount of $107,000. Get back to the packet for the exact number because I'm in the budget thing. $107,700. Dollars. We have a motion. Second. Motion in a second. Um, okay. And I. Any further discussion? I would, as you said, and Emily said, I'm sure they budgeted somewhere for it. And if not, this sounds like something that is needed and important and would come up as a budget amendment anyway. If it if it wasn't budgeted for so. Um, Okay, now a trivia question. Is this just, is this something we absolutely have to do every year or is this just a 
transparency to keep us honest? Or, I mean, I'm just wondering if it's our choice to do it or uh, mandated by the state or someone. Uh, we do have to do an audit every year. Um, the school has to do a separate out audit. And the clinic for the HRSA grant, I think, needs a separate section of the audit as well. Um, a lot of times the audit, I, I believe that we're just required to do it as a public or a government entity. I couldn't tell you exactly where that's that is. But um, um, it's also, it, we're required to do it also for a lot of funding sources too. You know, if we didn't have something like this in place, they would not give us money <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor, say aye. 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 All right, moving on. 5D, review of CAT 140, all-wheel drive, motor, grader, quote. And there's information in the packet about getting a new grader. All right. I'm having trouble finding this in our budget. I'm pretty sure it happened, but... Um, capital outlay. It's under capital outlay. It's under capital outlay. Yeah. Capital improvement? Capital, yeah. It's not on capital. Capital, capital improvement. improvement. It's so the last page. I believe it's called equipment replacement. It was 552. That's what I recall. I remember mm -hmm. equipment replacement, 550 is this one. Okay, there it is. Yeah. It's just not specified what it is. Okay, thank you. All right. Move we recommend to the assembly approval of the purchase of the CAT 140 all-wheel drive greater in the amount of $465,391. Second. Motion and a second. Any further discussion? All right. As just mentioned, this is about $85,000 under what we budgeted for. So that's some good news. Anything else? Um, I would just tack on to that, that that budget could probably, because it was nonspecific, that 85000 could, I'm sure, if they needed another piece of equipment or parts for their equipment. So it, it still might get used, but it, it is within their budget. So sounds good to me. They found something they liked. And if it's only twenty thousand on the audit, we can use the other eighty-five. All right. Thank you, Chairman. We discussed this quite a bit during uh, the budget process. The existing grader is from the nineteen eighties, um, and the fear is that it's going to have some major, major problems um, coming up. And I, I th this is essential equipment for clearing snow. Um, it is used in the summer somewhat for grading dirt roads, but this piece of equipment in particular is really what keeps the streets clear. Um, uh, Main Street, they don't use it as much because of uh, the uneven manual covers and 
some of the problems on Main Street, but uh, this piece of equipment in particular, and this is something as public works chair, I've been in discussions with director. Um, if this goes down, we're having major issues trying to clean, clean the streets when we have snowfall. So um, something that's 30 some years old, think it's you know if there if there are mechanics our mechanics who we have on staff are saying it needs a lot of work we probably want to invest this money before it fails thank you any further discussion all those in favor say aye 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 moving on finance committee discussion items um, of course, the most important one, Emily has reached out to <laughs> Architects Alaska about the cost of a possible revisiting the rec center expansion with a new quote. And I'm guessing hasn't heard anything back yet because she's very good about getting back to us about stuff. So. All righty. Okay, that was my whole discussion thing. Anyone else? All right. I will be setting up a meeting with uh, the manager and, and public works director just to kind of review all the many capital projects and things that we have budgeted for or may have in the future. Um, sometimes out of that, we decide that we need to have a public works meeting to vet that. but. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to schedule that yet because the manager's been away on city business. So um, that's going to be coming up and there could be things to look into further, or maybe, maybe everything's going according to plan. Thank you, Alex. Um, there appears to be um, another addition to the assembly packet for tomorrow. I don't know if it was a late addition or not. I only just noticed it recently about the consideration for an RFP for high density housing at the old clinic site. Um, and then you had a memo mm -hmm. in support of that. Would you like to speak to that for a moment while we're all here? Like it seems, is that something that should go through finance? I mean, it, we're requesting an RFP, so. Uh, it, I would say I wouldn't, necessarily say every RFP needs to go through finance, but this is discussion so we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. So if so my my thought here um is that the old clinic site is not encumbered. You don't have to add water sewer sidewalk. It's there. Um to my knowledge the contamination has been remediated. Um, at that site and through numerous uh, housing meetings we've had and discussions and also meetings I've had with our manager, um, the concept of a housing trust seems like something that would make a developer perhaps interested in doing something um, or do it privately. And so with all the different discussions we've had about how to advance the housing issue, 
um, the old clinic site is is something I think that as is as close to a ready project or parcel as we have. I don't think we have anywhere else that I can think of. Um, the reason I put this on here on the agenda and um, is is really because of several things from the planning and zoning meetings. Um, and it kept being brought up about a housing trust, senior housing. And really my, my idea is that staff comes up with a draft and then it goes to committee. Um, I try to leave it as general as possible. Um, I think if we add a whole lot of stipulations in the front, it may not get anything back. So I, I would fully intend this goes to one or two or three committees probably down the road. It could now, but I, I, I am worried if you ask for an RFP and you have 15 different criteria and a start, maybe you scare everyone off and no one's interested. Um, in terms of housing trusts, I know they're commonly done. I don't have a whole lot of experience, a whole lot of expertise in that. Um, but I do, I mean, I've heard in Juno, they're doing that frequently. I heard that on the radio several times. Um, we have some resolutions that came before I was on the assembly uh, that uh, would um, designate those three blocks to be senior housing of sorts. Um, in terms of what that means, who's a senior uh, I know there's an assembly member in this room who's concerned about affordable housing. All those things need to be vetted. They need to be discussed. Um, my, my real idea is just to get this out there because I think this could be something we could get the RFP out this summer um, and perhaps have, you know, some, some positive responses. So, you know, I, I got the mayor to put it on the agenda because really I think my idea coalesced after planning and zoning. I sent the clerk an email. Our deadline's five o'clock on Thursday, PNZ seven o'clock or five o'clock last Thursday. So I missed the deadline on that. And the mayor um, agreed to do it. He wanted a broader scope. I'm afraid if we start talking about land across the entire municipality, that will spin out of control. We'll never get anywhere. Um, I've had quite a few discussions with the clerk as code stands right now it's three lots let's say the lots were lot lines were vacated that means you could put in nine units effectively as code stands as it is that's not spot zoning it's actually falling within code um it's an idea i don't have anything i i, I try not to make this overly wordy so that it's very straightforward and then really see what staff comes back with this was my idea rather than we chew on this for months and months and months and months if not years and we get nowhere um that was really my concept maybe we advance this and staff comes back with something that has a little more formality to it a little more structure in a draft form and then goes to civic affairs, it comes to finance. You know, there's maybe it goes to planning and zoning, but that really is my was my idea is to keep this as broad as possible and see what staff could bring us back. So um 
it's certainly this is on the agenda because I push it. Um, but I think it's I think it's probably the one place in Skagway that can can be developed and has been designated to be developed. Now, whether those resolutions need to be reviewed, changed, updated, um, I think with extraordinary situations we have right now of, of of extreme lack, I tried to look at something that was the most feasible to get there. And, you know, I've don't know how many housing workshops I've been to work sessions, many, many, many sessions, but that's really my idea is to try to keep this as broad as possible and see what staff brings back. Alex. Thank you. Um, so because there's already a resolution that was approved in 2013 for this specific thing, and unless it's since been repealed or replaced, we wouldn't actually need another resolution to go forward with your RFP. We would just have to have a discussion if the table agreed they could request or direct staff to draft this. Is that accurate? Mm. Like we don't need a new resolution if there's already an existing one that this one complies with, or do we need to replace this with something more specific to what your vision is? I would have to read the resolution again. <laughs> it's quite short. Um, it's in there. It's a senior center. It's not talking about housing. I see. Okay. Well, I think that answers my question. All right. And then um, and then we in 2016 we had the bond that passed, I believe, by five votes um to build a senior center with apartments through many, many committee meetings. Um it came back with seven units, three or four thousand square feet of of community senior center area. And the estimated cost was in excess of $7 million. And I would say from, from my recollection and also from um, former assembly person, Steve Burnham's recollection, it did not pass the muster of the assembly because we viewed it as a very, it is not a good expense of spending $7 million for seven apartments. It was too opulent was our and that was not necessarily coming out of assembly committees. There was a special senior committee and it was, um, there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen, not that they didn't all mean well, not that they didn't come back with, you know, a lot of good ideas, but it, 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 it came back, you know, affordable housing, seven to 900 square foot apartments. And then you had another 4,000 square feet of common area for seven plus million dollars. Um, on the low end seemed like it was um, too expensive for what you were getting. And that's my recollection. I know assembly member Jay Burnham was on the assembly at the same time as that. And it's nothing's happened since then. And then it was also discovered there was contamination. We had to deal with that. Um, and as far as I know and recall and, and, and the rest of us know that's been clarified and, and remediated through um, our environmental engineer. So those are the two other things that have been added. Um, but the, uh, the 
agenda item was put in in a timely fashion last Friday. And I had the memo written. I just, Steve didn't put it out till I um, approved it on Monday. All righty. Any, we're just talking. Go ahead, Alex. Okay. So um, I guess what I'm curious about is I think this is a great idea. And, um, you know, obviously further discussions need, but I'm leaning towards very heavily supporting this. I would like to know what we need to do in order to achieve that. And so do we need to draft a new resolution more specific to your memo? Do we need to repeal and replace the current one, updating the language, changing senior center to senior housing and RFP and, and all those things? Like what I guess is the um, formalities that are required in order to achieve this, because it, as it is now, it's just a discussion. And if we can just, you know, use the resolution as is to ask staff to do it, to come draft an RFP, that sounds great. But if we need to update it, should we come up with a repeal and replace or amendment or a brand new resolution of its own to support this? I guess is what I'm asking. Go ahead. Thank you, Chair. I would say resolution 13-06. If if the RFP advances, um, and this really is just asking for a draft from staff. Um, let's say it advances and the it comes back to the assembly through committee. The assembly approves it, says yes, please put out this RFP. We like it. See what happens. I would say resolution 13-06R, which if you know how to read resolutions, that means it passed in, in, in 2013, would have to be amended or repealed and replaced because it's it's stating it's specifically for a senior center. Um, I know we have a lot of traction on finding a leased spot within Skagway for a senior center. It's stalled out. I'm, somewhat frustrated in that i know deb is too um but i think you know really the idea behind this is that it, it is housing that's being built and it's probably condos being built from many um discussions i've heard in juno about how this works and probably about how you get um FHA funding and grant opportunities, other things that, that kind of lower the um, per square foot cost of individual units. Um, I don't think apartments necessarily appraise the same way that condos do. And I think a bigger question we have to ask is in this RFP, are we asking for it to be sold with a you know long-term lease from the municipality for the land? Or are we saying private developer you will you build it and rent it out and i don't know i mean i don't know what is the best form long term going forward but i think a housing trust or something of that nature can establish really what the expectation is for upkeep for um covenants you know um what the people have to put in like an HOA in terms of, uh, you know, contributing to say garbage pickup, lawn care, things like that, that are common in, in subdivisions or condominiums. 
Um, those are things I think that we would have to look at to, you know, in a closer microscope of what we really envision, what a development of this sort would be. What we have to offer is land. And the mayor was pretty clear to me. He, he could support this if it was a very long-term lease. And that's the way he would support it. So that's how I wrote it. Thank you. Welcome. Anything else? Hearing nothing else. The meeting's adjourned. <laughs>